Okay, welcome back. You heard the acting head of the London Health Unit say it's time to cancel your holiday plans as cases explode in that city. And there's also some growing concern, once again, around long-term care in the province. And for more on that part of the story, let's welcome back to the show Dr. Ahmed Arya, palliative care physician and human and health rights advocate. He joins us here now on Global News Radio. Dr. Arya, always a pleasure to speak with you. Good afternoon. Yeah, thanks for um, inviting me on the show again. All right. What is your uh, level of concern, first off, when it comes to long-term care and the growing threat of this Omicron variant? To be very honest with you, I'm absolutely terrified. Um, Right now, as we know, our context is not good. Omicron is growing at an alarming rate where actually it will become the dominant variant here in Ontario. And the doubling time is just three days. And we really know that the actual protection from the Omicron variant with respect to symptomatic illness only comes with three doses. So we've got to get, of course, those booster shots into as many people's arms as possible. But yet I can share with you data just shows that about 30% of the staff in long-term care and caregivers have their third dose. So this is something that's very important. And of course, we've got to go beyond third doses. We have to make sure that we upgrade people to N95 masks and uh, also provide them rapid testing. Long-term care residents, they've long had their third dose, their booster shot, correct? Yeah, that's right. And I think that's why we've actually done very well with respect to the Delta variant in long-term care. Um, Really, until recently, um, we were doing so well, actually, we barely had any outbreaks or cases. But now with Omicron here, that situation is starting to change. So we need to sort of take decisive action. And that action essentially needs to happen today. All right. And that decisive action would be what? Uh, Because uh, we have heard that the Ontario government will unveil some uh, new restrictions to help protect nursing home residents, but what is it you think we need? What would you like to see? So firstly, when we speak about long-term care, as I mentioned, we don't have enough staff who have their third doses. And by staff, I would add not just the health workers, but also essential caregivers. So we need to roll out mobile vaccine clinics to every long-term care facility as soon as we can to get as many of the staff with their third dose as soon as possible. Uh, Also, what we need to do on top of that is we need to have a test to work program. So ideally, people who work in long term care or who are caring in long term care, whether it's once again, family members or the actual health workers like nurses and PSWs, physicians need to be doing rapid testing two to three times a week at home, which will tell them if they're infectious or not. And if obviously, if they have a positive test, they wouldn't go into long-term care. They would instead uh, go and get the PCR test and isolate at home. But if they're negative, that would obviously provide us a lot of surety that they would not be infectious on that day. And then thirdly, we've known for for a long time now that COVID-19 is airborne. So what that means is we need to provide airborne precautions, especially in the places where people are most vulnerable like long-term care. So what that means is we need to get rid of our surgical masks and instead have high quality N95 masks for everyone in long-term care, all the health workers and caregivers. And wherever we can, we need to improve ventilation and filtration and provide HEPA filters. Yeah, those N95 masks, are they in short supply? Do you know, Dr. Arya? Because I believe right now it's the surgical masks that are used, right, in the long-term care and for essential caregivers, they're available at the door. But why not N95 masks, to your point? So I'm not aware of any specific supply shortage uh, from my end, but I can tell you that the directive right now that I'm aware of actually doesn't make 
any sense at all in long-term care. So it basically says that if you're an unregulated health worker in long-term care, and reminder, uh, PSWs, who are actually um, you know the most common health worker in long-term care, who we all know kind of do the most important work and are the most hands-on with the, with the residents, are actually unregulated. So they cannot have access to N95 masks. It's really nurses who would have access and only when they ask for it. So this is obviously doesn't make any that we're first in an outbreak or we're dealing with a situation which we could have prevented. And that should be our whole, our, you know, our whole approach, honestly, with the pandemic, but especially here in long-term care is we should be doing all we can to prevent transmission and spread of COVID-19 now, specifically with the Omicron variant. So N95 masks for everyone would be a great first step. And I want to go back to your first point as well. Uh, bring the vaccination clinic, if you will, right to right to the long term care center. That seems to be a no brainer. And we talked about this, uh, you know, as far back as really the uh, first wave when we were seeing outbreaks at uh, distribution houses, uh, warehouses, instead of, uh, you know, waiting for workers to go to a clinic, maybe, uh, you know, they were hesitant to take some time off work because they couldn't afford it. Just bring the clinic there. Doesn't this seem to make sense when it comes to long-term care and our most vulnerable, just bring the vaccine there to the uh, center because, uh, you know, nobody wants to see a repeat of uh, what has happened in past waves, obviously, in long-term care. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, this would make the most sense uh, at this time. And, uh, you know, I will add that it was just uh, yesterday that the province's uh, mandate, as far as I'm aware, for long-term care, which is the only only place that it exists went into effect for the health workers. And what that means is that everyone working in long-term care as of yesterday had to have had two doses. But as I mentioned, with the Omicron variant, the whole game has changed. And we know that two doses is, you know, really almost counts for not much at all or almost nothing when it comes to symptomatic illness with COVID-19. It does look like two doses will protect you against serious illness, hospitalization and death. And that's the good news. But once again, even if you're going to have mild illness or you're going to be asymptomatic because you have those two doses and you're way more likely to, you know, to have to be in that situation as compared to three doses, we don't want you working in a long-term care facility where then you could unknowingly or unwillingly, of course, lead to spread of COVID-19. And the nightmare scenario here, Jeff, is that, of course, because we're already so short-staffed in long-term care to start off with, is that, well, you know, we would have a group of workers in long-term care in the context of an outbreak who are sick and then have to isolate at home as per public health measures. I mean, in that scenario, who would be left to look after the residents? So we have to do all we can to avoid that situation. And that means, honestly, we need to mobilize on a wartime footing, protect our healthcare system, and especially protect long-term care. Well, you know, there's been a lot of talk, as you well know, that fully vaccinated will soon mean three doses, three shots. Do we need to make that happen immediately to be considered fully vaxxed to either work in long-term care, be an essential caregiver or a visitor to a loved one? Fully vaxxed means a booster, three shots? Yes, absolutely. I mean, we know that the COVID-19 vaccine uh, right now, we should be referring to it as a three-dose primary series for everyone. And yeah, especially when we're speaking about healthcare, we're speaking about long-term care, when we're, when we're talking about what's needed and what we de- define under the vaccine mandate, that should be immediately revised to say three doses is what you need. And, you know, moving that a little bit further, uh, I would also say, given the urgency of the scenario with Omicron, we should allow people to get their third dose uh, just three months after their second dose, as is being done in the UK. Essentially, we need to get shots in people's arms as soon as we can. 
Just finally, can we take any comfort at all, do you think, Dr. Arya, in the fact that there is some evidence, at least early on, that when it comes to Omicron, that the uh, symptoms are maybe less severe? Again, more data is needed. The jury is still out on this and caution uh, needs to be uh, exercised. But can we take a little or, or some comfort in maybe hopefully that that's the case? And would that translate to less of a threat for long term care in LTC residents? So I'll, I'll be very honest with you, Jeff, and I have to, I just have to be honest. Of course, all of us are hoping that long-term care will not go through the same situation uh, as waves one and waves two, which was undoubtedly a, you know, you know, a humanitarian disaster and catastrophe. But let's be realistic. I mean, we have no evidence right now to suggest the Omicron variant is less severe and causes less severe illness. We, we are seeing evidence, as you've rightfully said, that of course, people who are vaccinated uh, are protected from the Omicron variant, uh, especially when it comes to severe illness and death. We can predict that people who live in long-term care, seniors, people with disabilities, often people who have you know, life-limiting illnesses like dementia, for example, uh, will have reduced protection from the vaccination that have been offered. So actually to add one point, Jeff, um, you know, NASI even recommends to consider a fourth dose for the residents in long-term care at this point in time. And that's something which should definitely be considered as an extra layer of protection given the urgency with Omicron. Uh, what my big worry is, as I've indicated, is staffing shortages and you know neglect. And we've seen a lot of that in long-term care before where people have died, not from COVID-19, but from dehydration, from you know not having people to, you know, to look after you know, them in this situation. So we've got to do all we can to protect long-term care, starting by protecting the staff. All right, Dr. Arya, always appreciate your time and your expertise. Thanks, as always, for joining us. Thanks so much. You bet. Dr. Ahmed Arya is a palliative care physician and a human and health rights advocate. And we're back after this on Global News Radio. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.